Hey everybody, welcome to the Buck 50 Social Club. This is a show where we find answers to questions that don't matter at all. I'm James Quesada, and with us today we also have... Michael Magyar. Colin Dworsky. Julia Schroeder. And, and the question for this episode is, mm-hmm. what makes you an adult? Oh. Ooh. When I thought of this question, I had two things in mind. Okay. Just generally, like, when do you officially feel like an adult or like what's a rite of passage or, or like a list of things on a checklist that you have to have accomplished or completed or whatever to be an adult? Um, and then also kind of as like a side question is like, what's what's like, what are some of the most important things that you know now or understand now that you didn't understand when you were a kid? Mm. I guess one of my first things is when I felt like I was starting to become an adult is when I started doing my dishes as soon as I finished using them. <laughs> I mean, it, it, and, and that Honestly. was like, that was something you said uh, on your like 30th birthday, right? It's yeah. like, you know the difference between it, uh, being in your 20s and being in your 30s? <laughs> when you're in your 30s, you do your dishes as soon as you're done with them. <laughs> But like, you know, those little things in life, like you can only make, you can only (laughs) let yourself set yourself up for failure so many times before you start to actually realize like, huh, I I still like, but there's still like things that I still do. Like I leave my hair in the shower and I don't even mean to, and I don't want to, (laughs) but I do it. And I'm like, when will I learn? (laughs) So it can't be like, Breaking old habits necessarily, but I don't, I don't know where that total shift in, in adulthood versus being a child. I think it's, it sounds like it's uh, when you start actively preventing yourself from screwing yourself over because you're like, well, I'm going to do one dish now or 30 later and Ooh, I want to like, do one now. Like the difference between immediate um, gratification versus like delayed gratification. Not really gratification because like doing dishes not you know what i mean like choosing choosing uh immediate like pleasure over like um over like long term you know what i mean it's like the marshmallow test i think is like kids can't understand delayed gratification it's sort of the same thing yeah yeah what is the what is the kind of like inverse of the gratification thing because it's almost like a preventative where you like right. have to do a chore it's like so that you don't have to do it later. about the future. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Do it, doing something now so you don't have to do it later as opposed to like getting something now w- w- uh, instead yeah. of waiting to get more later. Totally. I think those yeah. are very related. I think it yeah. is like thinking about the future. Yeah. Well, well think about diet, right? Cause it's like, uh, I can't just eat a whole pizza like I could when I was 19. I could sit down and d- eat a whole hot and ready myself. No questions asked. And like, if I even think about doing that, I'm just ruining my day. I'm ruining the next day. I, I don't enjoy it. It's not even, and there's nothing like the, the consequences outweigh the benefits. There were, there maybe I didn't, you don't feel the consequences as much when you're younger. Yeah. That's my question. Like if you felt as, like if you if you the consequences were the same as when you were younger or like when you were younger, do you think when you were younger you would have done it still? Because I think you do feel different if like you ate a full hot and ready in three seconds right now. Yeah. Than you did if you were like body bounces. Back. But I didn't feel yeah. great eating a whole hot and ready sure. still at nineteen. But I would be like, well, oh yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, I mean, yeah. So definitely, when I don't know if I'm at this point. Yeah, and and I I don't know if it. I'm sure it's a matter of metabolism and people's metabolisms change at different ages depending on your genes and all sorts of things. But like, I don't I don't feel the like sluggishness of heavy meals like that um, so much. Um, I do feel like if I do a little bit of uh, physical activity, like that one time uh, when Colin and I we moved a like bookshelf across town. And we were like feeling it the next day. Yeah. And I feel like I could do that when I was even, you know, a teenager or early 20s um, and not uh, have it take a toll on me the next day or, or like feel a burn. Yeah. But now it's so it's like your body it kind of kind of uh, changing to immediate <laughs> heavy, it, heavy consequences of bounce back as fast. Yeah. 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 Hangovers. You know, yeah. I used to never get them or if I did, they would be like an hour or two. Yeah. Now it's like 
days. Yeah. There's definitely, okay, so these are like physical changes that like happen to as you get older. But then I think there's also a, an element of like people, this might be getting too much in the weeds, but like people still feel that way. And there are, there are adults who still act as though it's like fine. And yeah. they'll just like keep go keep yeah. like binge drinking and like whatever. True. Yeah. You power through it. We, we were kind of talking about this uh, last night. Yeah. Mike and Leah and I were out having drinks and we were talking about how I can't remember what, 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 what the topic that prompted it was, but we were talking about how like, oh, oh, uh, Leah, Leah said that she uh, might have realized or um, have like a gluten sensitivity of yeah. some kind. And it's like, well, that you don't have to change anything. Like it, we, like we will drink alcohol and coffee and cigarettes, smoke cigarettes. Um, even though you're in your body's initial response to that is like, Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> but you just like power through it. So if you, if you, even if you have like a gluten sensitivity, unless it's like, uh, fatal <laughs> you still really have the choice to just like power through it to ha- enjoy have the things that you like and some people mm-hmm. just ignore it better yeah. than others mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah but then there's also that like what's the mental shift of a uh, kid versus adult you know well yeah. i i didn't uh that it's gonna get dark real Great. fast here. let's go uh and i didn't I, I was contemplating this whole time whether or not to bring my point up, but my vote is no. Don't talk about God. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, I think when I was when I was little, um, or like even you know through my early twenties or whatever, I always thought that there was like a point to it to to just like being alive. Like there's a at some point you're gonna be like, oh, this is it, and then you just you get older and then you realize that it, there's like it's really there's no point to any of it and then that mm. to me was like the oh okay so you just kind of like make you know short term plans long term plans uh and then you just kind of like do it one one day at a time uh with no real no no real uh point so the point that you <laughs> like the point no yep. pun intended but the point that you realize like oh wait actually i'm not on this earth for like any real reason uh-huh. is when you felt like that could be a turning point. Well, in for, fa- for an adult, yeah, it was like a very weird uh, mental change. So, in fairness, let, let's let's just say that not everybody comes to that conclusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Um, but to have yeah. a a firm, um, well defined belief about the world is definitely something. Because when you're a kid, you're like you'll go to church or you'll you know uh, think about science fiction or. There's even I think that even when I was a teenager, like I went through just considering all sorts of different philosophies, and and I think maybe I would guess that everybody goes through some kind of like big contemplation of it, and like wherever you end up, um, I think that on the other side of it is part definitely part of adulthood, whether yeah. whether you mm. think that that life doesn't matter, Mike. That's not <laughs> what I'm saying. Or I'm saying or if you, or if you it's like meaningless. <laughs> Sure, like but a- but it's like it's like when you're you know when you're like 15 and you look at a 30 year old you're like oh that 30 year old has something figured out mm-hmm. and then you get to be 30 and you're like oh no no one has anything figured out especially not other 30 year olds or or older like it's just everybody's just kind of winging it yeah well that's a, being comfortable with uh just not um being where you thought you would be. Yeah, but it's. I think it's more than that, though, because I think it's like where you want to be. Why do you want to be there? Because uh, you look at these adults and you're like, oh, that okay. Well, then that's what I'll do. And then you kind of go through life, or you you go through those periods where you're like, well, what? Why? Why are? Why yeah. does anyone do this? Why are there colleges? Why are there? Why is there this job? Why does anyone do what they do? Because you get caught up in like the day to day and minute to minute stuff of like. Okay, well, I need to do this next and I need to do this next. But if you do pull out and you look at like life from like space, yeah. you're like, wh- why? I was born because I, the, like, biologically, whatever, like, humans are on this earth because why? Because cells multiplied yeah. and, and blah, blah, blah. How did we get to this point where we're like, it's. It, I think it could be so easy to just be like, n- truly, nothing matters. Yeah, it's like finding finding instead of something mattering and you just not being aware of it. 
is then you're just like you find stuff to matter when you're an adult. But then like what if the but, but I think you can kind of change that too to be like, "All right, well then I'm going to I'm going to make my life meaningful." And what does that mean? Because I think that's when you say I'm quitting my accounting job because that's not what meaning is, you know? Right. I felt when I was uh uh a little kid that like there was steps, right? Cuz school is is methodical college is methodical like everything is marked like by now you're this year now right. you're this year mm -hmm. and it's all like sequential right. and then that makes it seem like there's like a cobblestone path laid out that you just keep following until it all starts making sense mm -hmm. but then the cobblestones run out and then you have to build your own and that change between like following a path oh or building a path to me was like the big adult thing where i was like oh yeah, it literally can be anything and nothing. It all just matters. On you how have you to make those it. decisions. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, I definitely felt a sense of stepping into adulthood when I learned to lay down some good cobblestone. I laid down a good brick paper. You proud of yourself I right am. now? Yep. Wait, are you making a joke? I really don't know. He Halfway. tried. Halfway. Let me let me let me uh complete the sentence. Oh, it seemed like you were done. Um, I agree in the metaphorical sense. You started a new sentence. Uh, but I also literally, when I was working with my stepdad on like starting to build things and lay down, um, we, we did like brick paper, uh, driveways and pathways and stuff like that. And, uh, <laughs> that kind of, that kind of stuff does like make me feel like an adult. If I can, uh, l like create something or, um, do a job that my, little kid capabilities just would never be able to do mm -hmm. like like when you're like eight years old and you watch somebody like swing a hammer or use a drill or like e even even like um like draw uh or or paint something artistically you're like i can't do that when you like my yeah. mm -hmm. I, yeah. I think i really can imagine what you're doing but I, my body doesn't know how to do doesn't it work yeah mm -hmm. but so like yeah anything from like like um uh those kind of labors mm -hmm. um uh w when you can like better uh complete a task as as, as just as a, as a companion to the metaphor of uh building your own path yeah. in life also being able to build things literally to me is is a it was a big one yeah that was a that was a big one uh for Leah and I uh cuz we bought a house Leah and me me and Leah bought a house in 2015. That works too. Um, and the first thing that we did was we ripped the, all of the interior out um, and took down a wall and just started like rebuilding it. Uh, and that felt like that exact feeling of, of oh, you just, you, you think about it and you do it to the best of what you envision. Uh, and then you just, you get it done. I think it's interesting because I do agree with the idea of being able to build stuff. <laughs> but I also, I'm still doing the same thing I was doing when I was 14, which is like playing music in a rock band. I mean, and I definitely have like new advanced technique and, you know, a lot more skills that I apply to it. But at the, at like the base of it, I still, sometimes I wish I could just tap into 14 year old Colin and be a little more free and take away some of the, the paths that I've followed. You know what I mean? And like the direction that was given to me, because when you're like that, that youthful, like you just do whatever, you just make whatever moves you want. And you're like, I don't, you don't care if it sounds good or bad. Cause you're you, talking specifically musically. Yeah. Musically. Or even if you're like early in your artistic career as an actor or something like you just go for it. I see what you're saying, but I think that there Okay. So, all right. So in terms of the question though, like you think there is a little bit of a difference of you specifically as a musician, as a kid, you had more freedom and, and played a little bit differently than you do now. And there, there was like a shift of like, Oh, I feel more restricted even. Yeah. I, I think it's interesting because it's like, uh, I, 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 I'm trying to go back to feeling that little like I'm an adult now because I have to live within the confines of the world. I think another big thing of being an adult is your safety nets removed. You, you know, you're not living totally. with your parents and you're paying your own bills and that kind of those kind of adult things that you, you have to feed yourself. I have to cook my own meals. I have to wash my own clothes, that kind of stuff. Uh, 
for like our lives. But like at the end of the day, I get, I get to still like do music that I was doing my whole life. So it kind of keeps me like feeling like a half adult sometimes. Cause I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm not really trying to, I'm not, I don't have kids yet. And like, you know, yeah. And I think that there is some things that keep you feeling young or remind you of what it was like to be a kid, whether it's like having hobbies that, um, tap into your sense of play or sometimes it's like hanging out with people that you've known since, Oh yeah. You know, uh, grade school or, or, or whatever and you kind of get back into that like mode of recklessness or whatever it is um but yeah like what what is the uh, i mean there's also so so what we said so far is like uh, a belief or outlook on the um meaning of life yeah um there's being able to like build things or, or like a, yeah. just a, a physical proficiency or um there's also being able to like take care of yourself I want to, I think like just the idea of like responsibility. I do think, I do think it is like the, the, whatever paying your own bills and fending for yourself means, I think it's then that you're an adult. <laughs> yeah. Just being, for, no one else being responsible for your life. Yeah. What's the word for that? It's not self-sustaining. It's uh self-reliant. Self-reliant. So like if, if someone's like 17 yep. years old and they're on their own, paying their own bills and they're would you consider them an adult versus say someone who's 32 living at their parents' house and just kind of smoking weed all day? Are this, they an adult? This is the essence of the question. I right think there. so because I think that if you're 17 and on your own and completely self-sufficient, I think that triggers a way that you, a change in the way that you perceive the world. You perceive yourself just because you're forced to kind of like, like have that, uh, I can take care of myself mentality that has to like just trigger a change in your head. Is so the is the change year old, then? Oh, God. Sorry, is the 32-year-old an, an adult? I think legally and like age-wise, yes, but Let, I don't think mentally. Let's take legally out of it. I, mean, I don't think mentally, no. Okay. Well, I, yeah, it, and it's interesting because the, the mentally is different than like the behavior, right? Like that person is probably still mature, maybe even has like a deep uh, outlook on, on things and is capable of taking care of themselves, but isn't. So it's it's partially about your ability to, to, to you know your actions and your behaviors too yeah. yeah well because if they if they're capable and they're not doing it then then why aren't well, they doing it here's yeah. my question so there's something mental, mentally you, there probably you yeah. said that the 17 year old something something switches in their brain so for you then it's not the being on your own it's whatever switches in your brain. And what is that? I think being on your own changes that, that outlook. I think that, that what outlook though, the, like the outlook of like following a path versus like, now I got to lay down my own, my own road. I think that, that change between like, like, uh, uh, so laying freedom and like, I can do anything. And like, just being generally like loose as a spirit. I think that, that when you are responsible for your own kind of like, path forward then that that freedom becomes a little bit more uh limited so what if i what if i at 32 go like fuck this whole thing isn't for me i go i move back to my parents house and i'm like okay i need to figure out what i'm gonna do um but i'm also broke because i lived in new york city and worked mm -hmm. at a improv theater and then like <laughs> uh, so i can't pay for anything and i'm and i'm 32 and i'm living and i'm li and then i just start s decide to start smoking weed obviously so <laughs> then here i am you know did make my own path up until now and uh, but i'm back at home and well i'm living i'm living at my parents house and i'm not paying for anything and i'm smoking weed Am I reverted back? I don't think you're reverted because I think you had like the change is, is not like something you can undo. So because you did, okay. you were on your own and doing your own path before you also made an adult decision to be like, well, this isn't for me. I yeah. got to like refigure things out. Yeah. I think in Colin's example, and correct me if I'm wrong, I took it as this person has just been with their parents the whole time and, and never was self-sufficient. Never decided yeah. to make their own yeah. path. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Gotcha. So they never crossed the threshold to begin with. Yeah. yeah. So there is a threshold and I agree. And so it's understanding that what that threshold is, that idea of when you realize that you are in control of your path and no one else and like you have to follow it 
Yeah. Right. I think that's what a midlife crisis is, to be honest. Is, is what? It's the realization that like you followed a path. So like, let's say you traditionally or whatever, you went, you know, college, got a job, bought a home, got married, had kids, and then you're midlife approaches and you're like okay but now everything ran out all the things that i was quote unquote supposed to do all the steps are out what the fuck do i do now so then people just like have this crisis of like i can do anything but like i don't know what anything is because the possibilities are too many so then they buy a motorcycle yeah yeah well i i can see that for sure but so so and we got we got a nice deep uh foundation of of some very important things here Let's let's kind of go to the other side of the spe- spectrum and just kind of like on a surface level, what are some things that you are better off knowing or understanding now than um you did you, than when you were a kid? Things like there's no Santa Claus, <laughs> or like shower every day in the summer, <laughs> like Whoa. stuff like that. Shots know? fired, or like uh, which I still don't do. Me. But oh, okay. um, but it's it's yeah. a good idea too if you can you know yeah. what I mean yeah yeah um things like uh <laughs> uh I mean e- even just like paying your own taxes or, yeah. or like go, like even though that shit sucks like it's like that's a that's a big indicator is like do you do your taxes yeah uh <laughs> what else? I just don't file my taxes I haven't filed in three years that might not be something you want to say on a podcast <laughs> I just I mean like you know. Does that make me an adult or does that make me a kid? I, it makes you saying. a felon. It, 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 no, it doesn't. Have you, 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 made got, that you, got, you got like three years of back taxes or something, something like that. You get, you have, yeah. you have three. I can file. I'll get, Wait, I get, were you being serious? Yeah, I'm filed in three years. Holy fuck! I was like Wait, that. I think what? I think three years ago is the first time. Yeah, uh, I'm in, filed in three years. I, yeah. I have so much anxiety right now. I Why? I don't make any money. I made no money. In like the last few years, so even name a number. What do you think? <laughs> oh, I can tell you the number, and it's less than twenty thousand in two thousand. I think eighteen or seventeen. One of those years, I made less than twenty grand. Yeah. So like, what taxes is like? Even if I filed, they'll go. Well, you're giving us fifteen dollars. Yeah, or, or they or they owe you like or uh, they I mean, owe me most it, of the time. They're not gonna hunt. You got big, they got bigger fish oh. to fry. Mm-hmm. Okay. But Anyways. you also do legally have, I think it's three years to before you have to file. So it's probably a good idea to do next year. Also, <laughs> I, also, I want to say it's pretty amazing that I made almost no money and and I haven't worked full time and I've somehow paid rent every month in New York City. Yeah, which is crazy. I don't know how I've done it. Like I've pawned things before and I've like gotten rid of stuff, but I've paid rent every month. Yeah. And I, like I, that's amazing for a couple of reasons. And on on the topic of uh adulthood is like there's some things about that that are um less adult uh and there's there's some things about that that are very adult like the resourcefulness and the and the um perseverance to to make that work is a huge adult mm-hmm. thing it takes also, a lot of skills also mm-hmm. a, 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 maybe an interesting question is like to what extent is um relying on people i think is part of being self sufficient in, in a weird uh paradoxical way because it's like it's like if you can belong to a community mm-hmm. or you know uh give and take help and support from people around you um but that's still part of like being self-reliant or, or or being like like a being able to take care of yourself is, is knowing when to ask for help yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. true yeah sorry go ahead I, I think there are a lot of things that make you that are like Oh, that's a very adult thing to do. And also I think that like sometimes if you don't do them or if you do like things that are connotatively, if that's a word, childlike, I think you'd still be adult and do that. Things like buying Pop-Tart cereal. Pop-Tart cereal. <laughs> but Sleeping I think on an air an mattress. adult thing though, I think an adult thing is knowing that like, oh wait, do I like this? Pop Tart cereal, and if you do, yes, great. And if not, then no. it's like I think it is like making your own choices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true because you can buy Pop Tart cereal and be an adult. Yeah, totally. You just, uh, it takes a kid to buy Pop Tarts, Pop Tart cereal, but it takes an adult to know not to eat it every day. Mm, not true. what I'm saying. <laughs> well, no, I, yeah, it's the kid in you that bought it. Because yeah. I think I think an adult <laughs> thing would be like I really, really enjoy this Pop Tart cereal, and I would like to eat it every single day. Every day you wake up and decide, you know what? I would really like some Pop Tart cereal. I think that's a very adult thing to say. Okay, I'm going to honor that. I, I, <laughs> I, you know, I, think I don't so. think so. I think it is. I don't. 
I think it is. I, I, I understand. I understand the principle behind what you're saying, but I think I think on paper, you're if you if you, if you put that sentence in front of anyone, yeah. they'd be like, "Oh, a kid said that." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think on paper, you're the kid from uh, Blank so Check funny. that got a million dollars. Oh my god, I love like, that yeah. movie. It's a great movie. <gasps> I, I love, love that, that movie, movie growing up too. The Macintosh. What's oh, your name? Macintosh. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I, I'd like to throw another one out in the uh, in the arena here. Is when I was a kid, I was like, you know what? I know I'm going to be happy when I buy a really cool car. And Ooh. then uh, I realized that I I had I had a really cool car, and it didn't make you happy. And it literally like the sheen wore off within three months, mm-hmm. and I was like, yep. oh, this is just this is just a car. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, yep. So it's it it was less of for me. It was like less stuff. <gasps> And more of just like, am I okay surviving day to day and fill my life with other stuff that makes me happy? Like friends, family, pets, uh, girlfriend, fiance. Wait, so they're the same person. There's not two two people there. Do you think, do you think there's something that changes from kid to adult of like what makes you happy or is it realizing what makes you happy? I, that's a great question. Think like the, what makes you happy? It's very toys make kids happy. They do. I mean, but but then as, when you become an adult, like different, uh, there, there's a different like a car is a toy, or a or a sweet uh, guitar pedal is a toy, right? Yeah. You know, a camera is a toy, like for for some people. Um, and I th- so it's like, I think it's easier to make kids happy, but I think that like the depth of relationships for kids, like that that's something that's more adult, like something like that yeah it gaining happiness from that i think is less likely you have love for your parents and maybe your 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 family and, and whatnot but like you don't take a lot of time as a kid to be like what's the quality of my interpersonal relationships well yeah. i think you do honestly though i i don't know i think kids aren't gonna ask that question but i think they do have a sense of what that is i think most people who aren't sociopaths mike like understand <laughs> maybe su- su- <laughs> i'm just kidding subconsciously what, e- e- even like how much they care about other people like i remember i like loved my friends so much and i would be like uh, and i and i like knew that and that's like my favorite thing was hanging out with my friends and i also knew who like hurt me and stuff or not like hurt me but like i, I who weren't your friends bullies or, like yeah. You know, it's like, okay, I don't, I don't want to spend time with that person or whatever. Like, I think, you know, as a kid, like intuitively that, uh, having, having friends or people close to you is important. I th- I think you're right. Yeah. Maybe it's even the, the comparison between the two, like kind of, um, being able to evaluate the difference between material enjoyment yeah. and those enjoyments. Cause you definitely, you're right. You have both when you're a kid. But you don't. Yeah, go ahead, Colin. Uh, there's two two things on that. One, I think that if I gave one of my nephews or my niece a gift, that maybe the toy's not as important as the action of me giving them something. It's like that there is this part of them that's like I'm loved by this person. I think that I went like in addition to it being a toy or something that oh, like I think that kids can pick up on that. And then I think about the idea of adults and re- and kids versus adults and relationships and like when you start realizing that you have shitty friends and you start changing friends i think is also mm. an adult thing yeah uh, that's, what that's I was a just change in your life because i remember when i you know i would hang out with some kids growing up and it'd be like you know i don't know if i really want to hang out with these kids anymore <laughs> like yeah. these, these seem like the wrong people for me yeah uh just to just a return fire to Julia for the earlier. Um, I I quick recap. You were you were it was implied that you were a sociopath. Yeah, it wasn't implied as Go much ahead. as just like outright outright. <laughs> and then I said, "I'm kidding." Yeah. Um, I I had a very. I, it's interesting to talk to you guys about this because I had a very very different childhood. Sure. Uh, where I didn't really have friends. Mm-hmm. Um, because. You know, I I moved here when I was I was eleven. Like I immigrated over from uh, Eastern Europe, and I remember like I didn't we didn't have a lot of money or anything, so like toys weren't really um, satisfying to me. Like when when we were able to like get toys and stuff like that, it was like I'd already been 
kind of detached and it wasn't like as satisfying as it as it would have been earlier so i would just spend like a lot of time at the at the library just like reading and it was all like i would read to kind of like understand what was going on from that perspective of like mining relationships and and lessons and like like old sayings and like uh you know, burn the hands, we're two in the bush. It's like, okay, let me read books about that to understand what, what that actually means. Um, and that act- I think that kind of uh, uh, made me have, like, a really different experience as a, as a kid. So, like, I don't, I, I think it, it, like, leapfrogged that uh, revelation. Like, I felt like an adult as, like, a 12-year-old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, uh, well, yeah, so there's uh, some things that are about how quickly you grow up one of them so if if you're if that's kind of like your circumstance or your story as a child you do gain more context or social wisdom colin's example of like a 17 year old who's like on their own and either you know d- doesn't have parents or broke away from her or whatever even like young parents you know like like teen parents um mm-hmm. totally different um situation i mean there's there's also yeah, like American materialism and commercialism is a totally different, like our experience of like throwing, you know, getting toys. Yeah. Um, I guess my point is that like it's, uh, what, so what, to you, was that the most fun thing though? I know, I know you enjoyed it, but like, were you also like, did you have uh, neighborhood games or playground or like stuff that you, you did on your own that was kind of like uh, more, more like, um, like fun, fun as opposed to like study? Um. Yeah, like I remember going out and playing, uh, not playing games like tag or whatever, but like most of my time I would be like, oh, that's a tree. I wonder how the tree works. And then <laughs> I would just sit and think about it. Like just think about how that tree works and like, uh, you were an engineer photosynthesis from like 12 years old, point, man. <laughs> what the point of it was and like just things like that. So like when people would come up and be like, oh, do you want to play with a super soaker? I'd be like, Sure, but let me just figure out how it works first. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I just, I don't know, because I had, I had a, the childhood, you know, in Romania or whatever, and then, like, we had to leave all of our stuff behind. So I think that was, like, the same thing as, like, slowly fading out of, like, the happy, like, okay, so you get toys and you're, like, super psyched out as a kid, and then eventually you get old enough where, like, toys don't do it for you, but that's right. gradual, right? Mm-hmm. I think for me it was, like, just very sudden. So when you mm-hmm. moved here from Romania, you came with nothing. Close. Uh, no, it was like six suitcases of clothes, and that's it. Wow, that's pretty incredible. Like, like, that's crazy. I think about that because, like, I'm one of five kids, so I had hand-me-downs of everything, and like, you know, and then uh, I had a lot of uh, cousins on my dad's side. So even from my other family, like of other things, like we didn't grow up with a lot of money at all. Like we we're, you know, somewhat poor. Uh, but I had a lot of, we had a lot of stuff. We had a lot of people giving us a lot of stuff. So it's kind of interesting. I can't, like, I never, I can't remember growing up with anything or owning almost nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's not ever been in a part of my life. Now that you mentioned that, I do remember one specific time where, um, I don't know, some like twice removed family friend, some like friend of a friend or whatever. Um, they were like super loaded and we went to this, this kid's house and he had like an extra bedroom just for his toys. And then when we left, uh, they had given us like a box of the stuff that he just didn't play with anymore. And I remember thinking about it of just like uh, being like, oh, well, I'm not excited about this because those were his toys that he just like, <laughs> like, like, uh, it, there's like shame associated with it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Discarded. Yeah, yeah. Discarded where I was like, toys. oh, okay. So like, like Here's this the is his. Yeah, yeah like, his, exactly. Oh, yeah. So then that over. pushed me even further away from like. I feel like Childhood. I love to hand me downs. Yeah, me too. Man, well, I don't know because I, I, I don't. I wasn't like a big toy kid. I, I loved like Barbies and stuff, and I. But I also loved like playing outside was my favorite thing, and like pretend like make believe stuff was my favorite thing. And so wrapped in with that also though was like costumes and stuff. So we would get hand me downs from my cousins, and that was. Uh, or, or like old dance costumes and stuff was always my favorite thing because it we it was just inherited and then we could kind of like 
just dress up yep. and be someone else. And I love playing dress up too, costumes. Yeah. And that was like, I get, I think of that all the time of like, I loved like making things up and playing in costumes. And I, I liked being outside and, and uh, you know, I, I will say though, as a kid, I, I was very guilty. I was I was the brother who always took my brother's clothes because I had so many, and I would just I would because they all had better style than me. I never had like style was never a, a big priority of mine. Like my two older oh yeah two older brothers definitely had a good sense of style. My brother Justin used to work at Diesel. You, oh, yeah. yeah, oh yeah, and um, my brother Josh will match his hat to his belt and. Uh, Josh was always well groomed, so he always had nice haircut, nice beard. You know, I always had out of control hair. <laughs> I actually remember one time as I've already back to like being an adult versus kids, and I mean we were young and we were drinking a little bit, and I don't know this one kid I went to high school with thought it would be a, a funny joke to I had like hair as long as my hair is now funny joke and was cutting my hair when I was sleeping and oh. I remember waking up one day and my hair was like just ruined somebody cut your hair while you were I sleeping was, yep. I, cool. I was like six, 15 uh, or 16 years old man oh my god yeah now, wait first of all crazy oh. that you didn't wake up yeah yeah but, but also like what a shitty thing yeah, to, to yeah. Do that's like truly sleeping. invasive and I hate him yeah. yeah he was an awful person the the kid I and I, I re- can't remember his name exactly but like I can envision him and I just remember never liking him and he was a he was like two years older than me so you know that's crazy Damn. yeah but yeah so so let's let's talk about um because we, we got a, on a little bit of a uh like like sibling and hand-me-down thing on the on the like what kind of materials do you kind of uh take enjoyment from but also let, let's kind of keep moving on the um checklist of things that that like make you an adult or things that you didn't know when you were a kid and, and know better now for, for better or worse things like i'm thinking like um heartbreak or like tragic you know I, not, again not to not to pull it too dark but like yeah. those are definitely things that that go into like being uh, a fully formed adult as if you can right. understand things like loss um yeah and, and or, or even just like the value of money like that it's what it can do what it can't do um a better appreciation for mm-hmm. things and, and their permanence or lack thereof oh yeah that's great because money is a good example of like, I bought a guitar. You, you're talking about your car. Yeah. And, you know, because I had money, but that wasn't like, it's, I love the instrument, but it also gives me so much or so many issues. And it's just like, well, it's just an instrument. You know, I could have got the same kind of value out of something that was a third of the price or a fourth of the price. And like, it would have been just as great. Yeah. But it's almost like, like that guitar is like a tool too right and right. then you have like a better tool whereas like a car 95 to 98 percent of the time is just used to shuttle you from point a to point b so like having a cheaper basic car is no real different practically as a tool than having like an expensive nicer car so that that to me was that that difference of just like um realizing that like it doesn't yeah because yeah a car that does drive me nuts is um that most cars, whatever their expenses, um, whatever whatever characteristics add to how expensive it is, you're usually not going to make use of them. But the guitar, you, you definitely make use of. Some, there's there's also somebody else though that will buy a guitar, maybe even in the same like midlife crisis scenario, yep. uh, where then they don't play the guitar ever. Sure, they just buy like a thousand dollar guitar and then are like, that I'm going to learn it and then don't. Yeah. Um, to, to the earlier point about like something changing, uh, your perspective on like on life, the, I said shame earlier when I was talking about the, the hand-me-downs, but I think that was more related to like the idea that I'd already grown past the, the point of toys. So it was just like getting it back felt like restarting and I just had already shifted my uh. perspective away from that. So it didn't, it didn't feel like like uh i could go back so that's what i was talking about like no matter really when it happens it's like a weird change in perspective that is kind of irreversible um i'll throw this out there an understanding of value and whether that's yeah um oh yeah oh. Oh. Ooh. uh 
because a lot of what we're talking about is like the value of relationships or of money or of toys versus tools um, versus skills, you know, spending too much on something that isn't worth it or not spending time on something, you know, that is or whatever. Um, it, it, what do we think of that? I love that. That's I great. Think that is a defining moment of being able to recognize value and be it relationships, money or, or time. Ooh, I think yeah. that does a good job at tying all the different examples together under one roof. In fact, I like those specific categories. What do you say? So like relationships, m- money, relationships, and time. 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 Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Health is probably in there. Yeah. yeah. Julia, thoughts? You're, you're looking like you're in a Yeah, <laughs> no, I think that's probably good. I, I just feel, I like, I don't know where this fits in, but I do feel like I remember as a kid watching TV or reading or um, watching movies or something and being like, okay, this is what these people are doing. This is what I need to like prepare for. It was usually like watching people who are older than me. And I'm like, okay, whatever it is, I, all right, I need to be ready for those situations then. And it, and then when you kind of like grow up or go move past that time, you realize that like, oh wait, no, I'm like fine and none of that happened or like I didn't have to know any of that. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? And maybe that just means that TV and movies and whatever are like dramatized. But like <laughs> I, I was I was like, okay, all right. Like I, I don't know if this is even a good example, but watching like friends, it's like, okay, I need to like learn yeah, that's what life city. is gonna be like right. then. Or watching Runaway Bride and I'm like, okay, I that's what life is gonna be like. Or like watching anything <laughs> so i mean are are you saying things that you when you what do you mean when you say that you didn't need to be prepared for them i guess like i thought that's what life was going to be uh, like yeah. and now i'm in that phase or like even watching shows watching like lizzie mcguire she's a few years older than me and then i'm like okay all right, that was so then in a few years, like that's what my life is going to be like, or like that's what it's going to mm-hmm. be. And then you, and then you get to that point, and it's like, oh, wait, no, I didn't need to be scared of that, or like I didn't need to worry about that, or whatever. You know you what think, I mean? Do you think that fits into the, um, the, the path like that? That is like a perceived mm-hmm. like oh, yeah. end goal. Yeah. yeah. And then when you get there, so that's kind of what I was saying, where it's like, Oh, by the this is like people in their thirties have it figured out, and that's what it's going to be like. And mm-hmm. I just need to like live until I like, get to that point. Yeah. But then you yes. get to that point, and you're like, oh, it's completely different, and that's okay because I'm I'm making it whatever I want to make it at that point in time. Yeah, ex- exactly that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, because it's it's also kind of like imagining. There's a certain, I think there's a certain age or a certain experience level that you get to where, yeah, then you realize that your expectations don't match up with what you thought it was going to be like or whatever. And then you can kind of like replicate that same thing in your head for like, okay, if this is my understanding and my out- outlook on things at 30, it's probably going to be way different at 50. Yeah. And whatever I think I know is going to change and be oh, different. Wow, so, yeah. so understanding that too is yeah. like expectations. Yes. Okay. My brother spoke at our, uh, at his college um graduation and um his speech i will like never forget it it was like all about how um you think you think you've like however however much you think you know at this point you think you know like i mean the person you are compared to five years ago is so different and you're like gosh you know i could never i can't imagine like how dumb i was back then or like the things i didn't know and then five more years go by and you realize like oh the person i was five years ago was like what was i doing or what was i thinking and then you realize like when you're 85 you're gonna look back at 80 and be like what was i thinking or or something and like the whole point was like that's what life should be and you should keep learning and like that's the the whole point of life i think and if you're not doing that then like you you're probably doing it wrong yeah but where did where did uh, where did I go with this? Was I just bragging about my brother? No, no. I, but I understand it. <laughs> Understandable. In, in the sense good. of life is where you are at w- now, and when you are an adult, you understand that like I'm at where I am at this moment, and I know mm-hmm. in five years I'll be somewhere different, and I know five years ago I was at a different place, 
in addition to like, you know, I have this, uh, this kind of internal struggle of like, you know, I, yeah, there's all this time in the world for me to finish this record that I'm working on, but also, well, what am I waiting for? Yes, there is time, but like I've already used X amount of time. Like why, what's holding me from engaging, you know, that moment too. Yeah. 100%. I think that takes us back to like looking at life from space and being like, why are we here? And why are we on? What are, what is our, what is our purpose? Which like in, in the grand scheme of everything is nothing. We were cells. And now why are we, why are we here? So I think the point is you need to like make, you need to make your life meaningful in some way. And then I think it's like choosing that path of what that's going to be. And I do think it all ties into that of like, you need to make those decisions and, and, and look at your life right now. of Like, okay, I said, I wanted to do this at some point when I was having this conversation, or if I look ahead at my life and and be like, what do I want to have accomplished? Or what do I wish, what am I going to wish I was doing in this moment? Yeah. And Um, and then doing it. Yeah. I think tying both, both of your uh, points together, Colin's point of like, this is what life is. And then your point of like uh, doing something with it is like, it's being an adult to me is like taking an assessment of what your life is, being okay with it. And then knowing how to incrementally go in a direction that you want to. Yeah. I like these. And, and, and just a quick side note on, um, on time is that, uh, so we're, we're past the point where we would usually cap our, the length of our episode, but we'll let it go uh, for a little bit longer just so we can not cut short uh, what I think is a guy's pretty cool conversation. Yeah. Not, but, not, you know, lighthearted or uh, <laughs> no. funny, but I, good. I haven't laughed. I haven't um, no. But I, so th- but this is what I do. I, I think that, that we're kind of onto something um, that I think we can start to agree on because I threw out the understanding of value, but there's also how do we want to define this idea of like, um, be an awareness that things change. Yeah, I think that I think the value is important, but the changing expectations is important because you're you you had this p- expectation that might have mm-hmm. been set from, you know, your idols, your your heroes when you're young, or the school system you were a part of, or your parents. But though, but there's a point where expectations have to change for you to become an adult because those are not real for your life. Yeah, or you or you get rid of expectations entirely and just like be aware of of what it is and what you want it to be and then make steps towards it yes but it's still so it's like i mean you still have desires or like Mm -hmm. um intentions uh versus your expectations you know even no matter what you want and what you're aiming at you're you're um able to kind of keep your expectations under control of over like there's no guarantees yeah yeah so I don't know. Is it is it like it's it's part of it? It's like it's like knowing how much you don't know, um, for sure, and but like not. There's I think there's also like an angsty portion of most people's youth where you kind of get if if you kind of go down that path of like nothing matters. I, there's I, I know I went through a, a kind of like you know naive version of under understanding that where I'm where I'm like well nothing matters in the scope of the universe and and like things change so like you know it's it's uh, existentialism or absurdism or um you know nihilism or whatever but then you're kind of like playing at understanding that idea yeah. and you still don't know have an, like an answer for like okay so then what do you do um uh to, to still actively live your life um and and reconcile the the possibility that that kind of cool interesting idea might be the reality of it like yeah. then then how do you still build your own path your your own value system yeah it's almost like you can say sorry i didn't mean to no, 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 it's go, almost go, like go. you can say uh yeah i'm a nihilist nothing matters but it doesn't really have any depth it doesn't have any kind of like real resonance and what does it help yeah like yeah. what yeah yeah i think it's also worth meant i don't think it needs to be mentioned but i think but i think it's i think it's worth like noting that again let's this isn't a funny one but like we we all are white or pass can pass as white. And I think that's like this conversation. Um, like I, I, I think it's worth noting that our experiences while, while diverse and we've all had come from different backgrounds and stuff like 
relatively we we've all kind of had similar upbringings and experiences in in that way like in the actual world and this would probably be a different conversation if we have you know more diverse voices like talking about it like what life means and when do you become an adult and like that changing of expectation I think is universal and I think like maybe that does encapsulate everything but I think like um people of color go through the world probably I don't know learning maybe at an earlier age like wow that life is can suck or whatever you know I understand what you're saying, and, and I uh, absolutely. I mean, we're uh, four artists that are uh, sitting in a New York City kitchen uh, recording a podcast. Yeah, totally. right. Right. there's a different, yeah, thirty year olds. But but like, I also think that we're trying our best to to identify things that um, can happen at any age and in any circumstance. Right. So things a little. We're, that's why we're not like, oh, being an adult is having a mortgage yeah, yeah, or yeah. Right. or like buying a being able to buy a car yeah. right um maybe even like something like taxes or or income haven't really don't really need to be at the top of the list but things yeah. th- like i said like things like understanding the value of any anything in t- like relationships time and and money or material uh value uh, material possessions i think i think might happen at different points depending on your upbringing, your culture, or where you live, um, anywhere in the world, but still probably happen relative to any given society. Yeah. Uh, but I, but not, not that I can claim that I understand how, yeah, right. But it probably happens at some point at different points. Yeah. Agreed. And so, so then maybe I also think that like there are certain experiences that can make you gr- force you to grow up a little faster, which I think like maybe is encapsulated by changing of expectations and probably also values. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think uh, if I was going to sum it up, it would be kind of like um, becoming aware of a change in your perspective yeah. is to me what, what made me feel like an adult where I was like, just one day realized that perspective was very, very different um, for all of, all of the things that we've mentioned. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so, the, so an awareness of other people's, the per- the difference in perspective of other people that, that that's what you're saying or or, that, or when your own changes or both both okay both. Yeah. but yeah I think I think in order to be able to be aware of other people's uh, perspective you have to like recognize that that change in yourself first yeah sure okay I like that there's like emotional maturity too like the empathy side of it yeah. also yeah. no one's really mentioned sex or or kids or this is a serious <laughs> podcast for serious people I mean that's a pretty serious <laughs> I've thing never had like sex. like uh, yeah. never had What's kids that? virginity is a, a certain uh passage you know i was gonna earlier say uh, oh yeah the first time you were too tired for sex Uh, (laughs) oh yeah uh, i mean yeah was like a very adult thing but it didn't seem appropriate given the context of the other stuff that we were discussing well we went serious on this podcast which is kind of fun yeah the first time you're too tired for sex is when you're an adult that that's that that wins it but (laughs) yeah that's that's the answer (laughs) there we go um okay well i think i just want to take one more moment to uh kind of kind of put a even if it, even if we kind of name all these things in just a, the most succinct way possible, is that it's uh, partially understanding of value, an uh, understanding of um, different perspectives and the change in your own, knowing what you don't know. Um, is that it? The, 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 the that path get everything, carving and um, and self sustainability and, yeah. and creating your creating your own. Um, path i think that covers it yeah. i think even but like and and that one i'm like by necessity or by choice it's like some people are are, are thrust into it and some yeah. people uh just get ready to fly the nest um but yeah if you're if you're carving your own path that's definitely part of it yep and it. the first time that you're too tired, tired to have, have sex, sex. yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, thanks everyone for listening. Um, I hope you still have enough energy for sex, uh, and we will catch you next time on the buck 50 social club. Bye. Bye. Bye.